While driving along, top down, hair whipping in the wind, the radio turned up so loud, bugs burst and birds scatter. You've got it locked on the greatest show on earth. Tanned, relaxed, and grinning, the legendary Outlaw Radio. So much to get to, and uh, so little time and talent here at Outlaw Radio headquarters in the San Fernando Valley. Poker last night, we have uh, one black guy who plays. Does that prove that the poker game ain't racist? We got a black guy. We got a black guy. Good dude. Something's up too loud, something's going on. Feedback, yak, yak. Nice. Uh, and uh, and I mentioned that I was the kid, I told him this last night, I was the kid in Everett, Washington, listening to Earth, Wind & Fire, Ohio Players, and the Gap Band. I said, you know, I've always been a black man in a white man's body. And he sort of chuckled. He said, I, I got to use that sometime. <laughs> and I thought, well, I don't know how that's going to work out. But uh, I took his money. Anyway, it was a, it was a good night of poker. It was fun. You you fared okay. In fact, uh, you should have been way ahead of me, Roman. Right? I was on my last couple chips. <clears throat> but you did come over and commend me. You said uh, nicely done or something like that. Yeah, we were both in the crapper. Yeah. And then I got blown out yeah. by a seven five with an A seven. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I was expecting Matt to sit next to me within five minutes. You mean at the uh, the other game? At the cash yeah, game? Yeah, cash game. I come back 30 minutes later, and he's got a stack. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. I do I, I do want to hear this commentary this time, just this time. Right. Would you turn on Mark's I mic? Have. Okay, what? Uh, yeah, it was really nice to watch you, uh, you know, steal every people's money. It was cool. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, because by the way, Mark was out before me too, and he had a he had a massive stack. Yeah, I made one mistake, and that wasn't calling. Did, uh, did Matt call take Pat. your money, Mark? Oh yeah. Well, well, you know, it's a it's a tournament, but uh, yeah, I mean, by and large, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was good, and and by the way, it was Cato. Kato Kalen last night, who took me out, I went all in <clears throat> with pocket sevens, and there were we were down to. I wonder if I if I'm on the roster. We were down to four or five because if I would have done the math, but it was only heads up between Cato and I. We're playing the hold'em, and because I wonder if I went out fourth because I said I told Pat I went out fifth, and I'm not sure. Does anyone know here? No, nobody knows. But whatever it was. I'm heads up with Cato. I go all in with uh, sevens, and which was a smart thing to do. But but I'm just now I'm I'm reflecting back and I'm thinking I would have done that with four players. Should I have done that with five? But anyway, I did. And Cato calls me. Oh, that's right, because I was short stacked. And Cato calls me with a nine four off suit, which he should have because it only cost him like another thirty dollars in chips. And he did, and he happened to hit quad fours. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. And, but but so I I came back to the table. I whispered in Cato's ear. I said, "Win this one for me," because he's not even in the running. You know, because he's he's missed so many games that him winning first 
it means nothing. Well, actually, it does because that gives him 10 points or 12 points. And that, that puts him in the top 10. All right. Uh, <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> but then on top of that, yeah. Not only did he win yeah. first place, right. he got the bounty yeah. and the high hand. He made out like a bandit last night. Yeah, he did. So he should be in a great mood tonight for poker. He should be in a really nifty mood. Until... No, no, I think he I think he did so well last night. And, and P.S., I have nothing to bitch about either. I mean, in the cash game, I did well. I won money in the, the tourney. And so, yeah, it was, it was good. And our host, of course... Uh, just doling out cash with bad hands, man. You know, and I'm rooting for Chris unless I'm in a hand with him. But, man, he'll stay in with junk, won't he? Uh, he'll try to push the table around with, because uh, he's a multimillionaire. So, you know, money means nothing to him. Does he still have you to his right? Uh, when we're playing uh, tournament poker, yeah, somehow I end up in the same seat every month. Yeah. And it's supposedly, you pick a card, and that card connotes which table you happen to sit, and we have three tables, but somehow I get the right card every damn month. How do you think that happens, Roman? <clears throat> same, well, way, same way you sit. Yeah, because I just sit in that seat. <laughs> yeah. I go, I picked that card. <laughs> yeah. Playing 10-plus years, that's my seat. Yeah, I love how they, they let all of us poker players take a vote about things. Oh, should we start at 7 or 8? And, I, and, and I'm thinking, why are we taking a vote? You you make the decision. What time did you start? 7. 7. Well, 7.30. No, it was, it was actually seven, It was 7.20. Are you part uh, of those stupid yeah. group texts also? Do you have that? I'm not a part of any group text. I hate group texts. No, sure. I'm not there. It's, so it's do they get email. like the, the pizza for you guys and you all have to eat it whether you like uh, it or not? Look, Marty, I got white pizza. It's really good. Well, once again... Uh, once again, Lori, Martin has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. He's never there for the games. So he's why why is man. why is he speaking? Well, he's a smart man because he doesn't play poker well. Whoa. So, so you're saying... Really, you know, she's fire been, she's been on my ass all day. Hold on. So you're saying he's, sm you, he's smart that he's not in the tournament. Yes, he is smart. He's not built for that tournament. Not yet. Or that pizza. Well, nobody, I the damn pizza over there. Bro. Nobody is ready for that fake pizza. Oh, yeah, you know, and and, I, and I never eat it right away, but about four hours, three and a half, four hours in, I get hungry, so I go over and whatever scraps are left, I'll take a couple pieces. And Roman was in there at the time, and Roman said, you know, Matt, uh, maybe we should uh, dole out a couple more bucks each and get real pizza. You know, Wouldn't that be a yeah. fun thing? Because this is crap. There's something about the dough that is just so bad. And, I want to ask you something. Why do you as, bring that crap home? And as Mark C. G. Boyer and I were talking on the way back from poker last night. I, I said, you know what would be nice is uh, poker, and Mark brought it up, how about some red sauce <laughs> on a pizza? Right, right. I said, how about some reds, some red sauce, some, some pizza sauce? Yeah. But the this pizza contains no marinara, no red sauce, and you can't find a sausage to save your life. Oh, no. There's never a black olive. Oh, what no. is this, like the dinosaur company or something yeah, weird? Yeah, yeah, it's just bad pizza. Pizzasaurus Rex. We, we should just get Little Caesars, and everybody can get a large <laughs> of their own, because you put in... However much How money, much? It, this much, you know, I did. How the, much does it cost, you guys? I did the I did the math last night, and I I figure 
that our host Chris must make two two bucks a slice. <laughs> Definitely, because, he's a businessman. Uh, because why? Yeah, he's a businessman. So why in the hell would we be eating crappy pizza if he weren't making out on this? What you guys used to get? Because he's buying of something chicken. else. Anything would be better than this. Cra- no, no, you, your hands get greasy. Oh. See, my brother, not a poker player. He would know that. All right, barbecued ribs. <laughs> Okay. And not a dinosaur pizza eater either. Uh, faculty job posting at the University of Waterloo in Ontario, Canada says only applications from people who identify as women, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit. Now, this is a new one. This is a new one I haven't heard of. Two-spirit will be given due consideration. <laughs> Right? This is in Canada. I guess it's legal to do this in Canada? Can we put a wall up there from the United States to Canada? Can we, like, stop them from coming in if they're going to think this way? The position was first advertised... Mexico. Come on. What's that, Mark? The position was first advertised March 21st and is for a a tenure-track assistant professor of environment who will also be a research chair for climate change, water, or future cities... This call is open only to qualified individuals who self-identify as woman, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit, the job posting said. Candidates must also have a Ph.D. in geography, earth, and or environmental science, and sustainability planning or a related discipline. They know these people are going to get lost because they have no idea where the hell they are. The posting says the selection process for the job follows. Mm. The provision for a special program is described by the Ontario Human Rights Commission in order to address the underrepresentation of individuals from equity-deserving groups among our Canada research chairs. What they're saying is qualified, schmollified. We need the right color and or fake gender to fill this position. The commission says it does not violate Canadian anti-discrimination law if a program is designed to relieve hardship or economic disadvantage, help disadvantaged people or groups to achieve or try to achieve equal opportunity for or help eliminate discrimination. But aren't they discriminating? Yes. The Unterrible uh, Human Rights Code allows for programs designed to help people who experience hardship. I already said that. Mm. The University of Waterloo is a public university located in Waterloo, Ontario, west of the city of Toronto and the U.S. city of Buffalo and maintains an enrollment of over 40,000 students. You know, I yeah, listen, Canadians known for being real nice. Um, I've never trusted anyone from Buffalo, New York. By the way, no, <laughs> they're too far north. They're too. It's a cl- fake New Yorker, Lori. They're, I've said this for years. They're way too close to Canada. Oh, they yeah. are close to Canada. Yeah, you know, by and large, they're Canadian. Yes, a two spirit uh, refers to Native Indigenous people. Two-spirit. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Let's hit all those. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt signed a bill that bans the use of non-binary gender markers Mm. on state birth certificates. Awesome, baby. God. Awesome. Is anyone following this? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the first ban of its kind in the U.S., according to LGBTQ legal and advocacy group Lamba Legal. Several states have done the exact opposite in recent years. Um... This is a good thing, you see. No, I don't know where to go anymore. I really don't. And, and Lori, and this is why, not less than 90 minutes ago, I was talking about 
sort of what your father was saying, except I don't want to die yet. But your dad, you know, in his 80s was saying, just get me out of here. Well, he was looking for the exit button because yeah, he had give, enough. Right. Give me the... When Obama f- stepped in, he said, I had enough. Yeah. Did it have anything to do with his ethnicity? No. No. No, because my father was racist, but he wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. He was. My whole life, he was racist, Wow. but he wasn't when he grew older. Now, he, see, I, yeah, I understand what? what you're saying, Lori, because my grandfather, Forrest, um, sure... I would never consider him racist, but he was born in Missouri and raised in Missouri, so he kind of just, it was just how he was raised. Oh, my father was racist. Let me tell you something. My father said no dark-skinned people in the house ever. That was horrible. Understand this. Lori's talking about as a teenager, as a a teenage... uh, cheer, cheerleader, yeah, teenage mutant ninja cheerleader. I love her in that role. Oh, she was good. <laughs> I'm always. She good. was good. Much better than uh, than Whoopi Goldberg's role I as the. Yeah, but Lori was a, a cheerleader, and then of course she became a dancer and uh, a drug dealer. Yeah. No, uh, but what, what I mean all to at say, the same time. Yeah. Hold on a second. My father would not let any dark people in the house because oh. they could not use the bathroom. I had two dark people wow. in the house because I love them. I still know. No, wait them. a second. I love them, but personally, not simp- not because they were dark. They were people. I love them. That you liked. Yes, I did. That's all it is, and, and that's the way I feel, Lori. And then I had to tell them. You can't go to the bathroom in my father's Except house. Except the Irish. No Irish in my house. Whatever. But here was the thing. <laughs> yeah, I you did have, we had one of the Murray brothers spend the night at your house. Very Irish. And was I happy? No, you weren't. No, no that's not true. See, this is all weird. This is parody, my friends. I mean, I'm, I'm 20% ask Irish. It's my proclivity for a, a nice Irish whiskey or a bourbon. But what I really want to do, what I really want to be, <laughs> is I want to be a cowboy. <laughs> Riding on the range, I've got my hat on, I've got my boots, dusty. I've got my saddle, on my horse. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Outlaw Radio. The staccato hoofbeats of a golden palomino, carrying a man who fights wherever justice needs a champion. Magic Matt Allen. 